Hi, this is Sarit Schwetzer, and welcome to the It Is Taught podcast, a podcast devoted to the teachings of Rabbi Schneir Zalman of Liadi, as recorded in his most famous work, the Tanya. My hope for this show is to make these teachings accessible and relatable to the average person, regardless of prior Jewish education or affiliation. The episodes follow the prescribed daily study portions and are meant to serve as practical lessons in how to live your life as your true self and develop an authentic and powerful relationship with your Creator. I have personally experienced the effects the study of this work has had on me, and I'm excited to share what I can of this knowledge with you. So please join me on this journey of learning, self-growth, and connection with your source. Hi, and welcome to the It Is Top podcast. This is episode 102 for the second of Adar Base in a leap year. So have you guys ever been to a party that was kind of dead and nothing was really happening? It's pretty boring. All of a sudden, somebody walks in and the party starts. Like that person makes the party. You know, there's that one person who's super extroverted, super social, and somehow they walk into a room and that's when the party starts. So this is a principle that we are going to be discussing in today's Tanya, not so much in relation to parties, but in relation to other things, other activities that we do and things like that in our lives, where one small activity that we can do can actually elevate all the other activities that we do. So even if you had, let's say at a party, four people who are really dull and really not very interesting, and then you bring in that fifth person who's like full of life, that actually is going to make the entire party really come to life. So the way that this applies to the Tanya that we're going to be learning today, which is a continuation of chapter 34, is that if you recall, the topic that we've been discussing is this idea of how we can really integrate God into our lives in a way that will allow us to stay grounded and connect with God in a really grounded way. And we talked about how the way that we do that is really through studying his law and through engaging with God's law. And so obviously we have a lot of things that we need to do during the day and it's not always possible to be involved with this with studying Torah and studying God's law 24 hours a day. Like we have to eat, we have to sleep. There's basic human needs that we need to do. And what we'll learn about today is that's that's fine. That's actually okay. And that through just a little bit of action, whether it is Torah study, whether it's giving charity, whether it's through prayer, all of these things, that small amount of time that the person allots or the small amount of money that the person gives to charity, this can actually elevate all of their actions, all of their money, everything. So just like you have that one really popular guy at the party who can bring everybody else to life, this is how it works spiritually as well. So let's get into the chapter so you can see a little bit more about what it is that I'm talking about and we can discuss it more at the end. So here we go. So so picking up from last time where we ended off talking about this idea that a person should study Torah and specifically Jewish law a little bit every day, at least once in the morning and at least at night, which is kind of like the minimum requirement. So then the altar goes on here and he said that even if a person only has a certain limited amount of time to study Torah, they should still have an intention that if God were to grant them more time, then he would use this extra time to study more Torah and to 
be more specific with the language used here is the Alter Rebbe actually brings two citations like to explain this in a more poetic kind of way where the first one says, which literally means he whose hands are pure will increase his effort. This is from Eov chapter 17, verse 9. So basically saying that if a person has more time, meaning more pure hands, basically is the way it's saying it, then they should use this. They shouldn't just get lazy or whatever. It's like you should really utilize whatever time and ability that you have to study Torah. And then another citation here from the Gemara in Kedushin, page 40a, which says, So God links a good intention as if it's an actual deed. So meaning to say that even if a person at this very moment doesn't have more time to study Torah and is very limited in their time, they can still resolve in their minds that if they were to have more time, they would use that time to study more Torah. And this is as if they themselves are studying more Torah. And then uh, at that moment, and then the ultra goes on and he says, and so too throughout the rest of the day, while a person is busy with their business and going to work and things like that, they can still be an abode for God in order to have God dwell within him through giving staka, through giving charity, spe- specifically through giving money that he that he himself earned. So it's like you go to work, you earn money, and then you give that money that you earned to charity. This is a very strong way to create an abode for God because this trait of giving and being compassionate in this way, which is a trait that comes out through giving, is one of God's attribute. Just like it says in the Gemara in Masechet Shabbos, page 133b, just as he's compassionate, so must you be compassionate. So it's like when we give charity um, through the money that we earned, then we are emulating God by practicing and expressing the trait of compassion. And then the Altar Rebbe goes on to cite the Tikkunei Zohar, where it says that chasad is the right hand of God. So again, illustrating this idea that God manifests his kindness through this imagery of like giving with his right arm, which is what, what we manifest when we give. And then the ultra goes on and he says that even if a person only just gives a fifth of their income, this fifth elevates all the other four parts to God in order to make an abode for God here. As is taught by our sages that the mitzvah of tzedakah is equal in measure to all of the sacrifices. So there's a parallel between the sacrifices and giving and the act of giving charity. And so we see here the ultra of a teaches us an interesting principle that so something interesting occurred in the giving of sacrifices that through the giving of these sacrifices, all of the animal kingdom, all living creatures were able to be elevated through the offering of just one animal or all of the plants were offered through just one meal offering. So for example, like there were different types of sacrifices. Some of the sacrifices were more vegetative in nature, like they came from like a, like flour and oil and things like that. And some of the sacrifices were more from the animal kingdom. And so nevertheless, what the ultra basically is teaching us here is that even though it's like when we would sacrifice, when we would offer these different things as sacrifices, like we were just giving a limited amount of the animal or the flour or the oil or whatever it is, that those sacrifices elevated within them, they sort of like took on the energy of the entire animal kingdom or the entire plant life of the world. 
And then in addition to this, not only is it that through our giving, going back to this thing of giving charity and how when we give just a fifth of our money to charity, this elevates all of our money together with it. The altar Rebbe says that additionally, when we engage in Torah study and in prayer, then we elevate all of the food and the drink that and all the things that we enjoyed from those four other parts of our money in order to keep our body healthy, we elevate those also to God. So basically to explain that just in a little more simpler is that like, okay, we go to work, we make money, we use that money to buy food and nourishment and things like that for ourselves in order to be healthy and strong. And so we eat, we're strong, we're healthy. And then with that strength and with that energy that we have, we then go, if we go and use that energy to pray to God and to learn Torah and things like that, we're actually elevating all of our money and all of our nourishment to God. So this is another way by which even though we're only giving a small amount to charity, we're actually able to elevate it all to charity. So this is the conclusion of today's portion. And so just to kind of sum it up, it's again, the, the message that we're learning today is this idea of how minority, a minority of something that we have can actually elevate the whole thing. So even though we learned previously this idea that really it's like we're supposed to be devoting our entire lives to God and to Torah and all of these things, a person might think to themselves like this isn't really practical <laughs> to be like I have to live. I have to, there's things I have to do. Like, you know, we have to sleep, for example, like things like that. And so the altar is telling us to not be concerned about this because basically even if we're just giving a certain small portion to charity, or even if we're giving, devoting just a certain part of our day and not the entire day to Torah study or to prayer, that portion and that Torah study, as long as it is of a sufficient amount, can actually elevate the entire rest of the day. Just like going back to the party analogy I gave in the beginning, if you have one very lively person, as long as the party's not too big, they're not like totally lost in the crowd, as long as it's in sufficient proportion, that one person can actually vivify the entire party. So I hope that made sense and I hope it was enlightening to you and we're going to continue tomorrow when we conclude this chapter and I will speak to you then. Thanks for listening to the It Is Top podcast hosted by Sarit Switzer. This podcast is dedicated in loving memory of my maternal grandfather, Avraham Yitzhak ben Binyamin Cohen of Blessed Memory. Music by Shoshana. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to support the show, please share it with others and subscribe on YouTube, Apple iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And make sure to leave us a five-star review. To find out more about the It Is Taught project, including more information on my soon-to-be-published book, please visit our website, itistaught.com. To catch the latest from me, follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Looking forward to speaking with you tomorrow, and until then, have a great day.